Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So have you ever seen a headline and you go, oh my gosh, and then you realize that it's not real. And that happens, you know, a number of times throughout the day for me. But this headline yesterday was so good. I was so happy to see it. It was like, that is a tremendous story. I I mean, I I see the headline. Uh, Milkman fathers over 800 children. And I'm like, yes, that's a chewing the fat story. I love it. I want to know because I could see it happening, right? So I click on the story and I see Milkman delivered 800 children fathered 800 children between 1951 and 1964 dna testing okay so and randall jeffries was the milk delivery man and he's in southern california back in those days milk delivery was how we got our milk my grandfather was a milkman for a number of years which of course you know warms my heart to the story I'm thinking about grandpa out delivering a little milk. You know what I'm saying? Now, so uh, <laughs> that's how you want to think of your grandfather, too. It's about delivering a little milk business. So and the story is so good, and it goes on and on. And as, I, as I'm reading, as it gets deeper and deeper into the story, I'm like, all right. No, I don't believe it. And then I look it up. Not real. Fake story. I want it to be real, though. I heard it on the news. And I said it was ridiculous, man. That's it. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So, sad news to start the show today. Um, Those of you who were planning on traveling to las vegas to see adele uh kick off her las vegas residency um it's been postponed weekends with adele uh has been canceled well no it's been canceled it's been postponed now adele posted a quick video telling everyone about the postponement and that may bring a tear to your eye because it looks like it brings a tear to Adele's eye. Hi, um, um, listen, I'm so sorry, but, um, oh no, my show ain't ready. It ain't ready. We've tried absolutely everything that we can. Oh no, to put it together in time <sighs> and for it to be good enough for you, but we've been absolutely destroyed by. Delivery delays and COVID. Oh. Half my crew, half my team are down with COVID. They still are. They still are. And it's been impossible to finish the show. And oh, no. I can't give you what I have right now. Um, and I'm gutted. I'm gutted. And I'm sorry it's oh, so last minute. No. 
we've been awake for over 30 hours now trying to figure it out and get some sleep baby oh no there's some tears she still got her nails done though and oh i'm so upset and i'm really embarrassed and well, you I'm should be so sorry to everyone that's traveled again yeah i know I'm, I'm stuck in Vegas waiting for you to show up. What I'm really, really sorry. I'm really sorry. Oh, no. Um, I, that's all. You can't we do it anymore. We're going to reschedule oh, all of the dates. Can't. We're on it right now. Um, okay. And I'm going to finish my show. We're going to get this And I'm going to get it to where it's supposed to be. Okay, good. Now, for you, I'm so, I'm so sorry it's been impossible. We've been up against so much and it just ain't I ready. Know. I know. I know, baby. Just ain't ready. <laughs> Sorry. I know we're sorry. Never mind. I can't hear her say I'm sorry anymore. It just ain't ready. Okay. So anyway, if you're there, if you're in Vegas right now, I mean, email me at chewingthefatattheblaze.com. Let me know what you're going to do because it was supposed to kick off today at Caesar's Palace, the Coliseum, and run through April weekends with Adele. And it just ain't ready. I mean, that could be the title of the show today. <laughs> now, she was been awake for 30 hours. And, I mean, she still had time to, you know, for the makeup and the nails, of course. I mean, don't be stupid. She's Adele. But uh, the show, the show just ain't ready. I know. Sad. I hate to bring it to you, but I feel like I had to. We do have more concerns from social media, though. Um, well, Chewing the Fat does not have a TikTok. I feel like I need to get one. I feel like I'm going to give in to the whole China thing and get a TikTok because the world is on TikTok. I feel like I'm missing out not being on TikTok. But I see a, a post from at Evren, E-V-R-E-N, underscore Ren, W-R-E-N. And she, and I hope she, I don't know what she identifies. Maybe she says it in the video so we can be sure. Because she's got kind of bluish, purplish hair and bluish, purplish eyebrows and bluish, purple eyeshadow and waves coming off the eyes. And uh, she's got nice little earring, hoop earrings, and a nice little hoop nose ring and a cute little necklace with a devil pendant. Hang down. It's not a devil pendant. Hang down. It's a nice little. You know, necklace hanging off the blouse. The blouse looks nice. She, she looks pretty. She's fine. I don't know what. She, again, I don't know if she's a she or not. It, they, them, she, he, it. However she identifies, she looks fine. But she has a question. And she's, you know, concerned about a video that she created for TikTok. I have some questions for the POC community, specifically the black community. So I Oh, boy. Oh, boy. So her questions are, and she's going to go on and tell us, but the message that has got her asking these questions uh, says, Hi, I'm not sure if you're aware, but using audios with black people's voices, specifically AAVE, I hate the AAVE. What is the AAVE? AAVE? African-American Vernacular English. Yeah, that's what I said. Uh, specifically, the... Amorphophallus. 
is considered digital blackface, and she's worried about it, okay? This comment on one of my recent videos, and this is something that I've never heard of before, and there's been some debate on whether or not white creators should use audios from black creators, and I would never want to um, no. affect the black community negatively. As someone right. said, if creators don't use black creators' audios, is that not um, stopping more reach for black creators? Because the black community 100% needs more support and outreach. Do they? Matter. I would never want to appropriate in any way, shape or form. So right. I just wanted to know, should I take that video down? Because I can't find any information on this at all. I, apart from the link dumb. that this person kindly put in their comment. But it just left me more confused. I can't find anything else. Nobody cares so about I all just the wanted to hear some things, people's thoughts on this. Whether or not I should take that video down. Whether or not using black creators audios is something that is okay for white people. But yeah, please let yeah. me know if this is something that is or isn't okay. Okay. And... um. I apologize if I've offended anybody. You have. You've really pissed me off. Um. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Okay, hi, thanks. Hi, oh, yeah. Hi, hi. I don't want to hear you again, Ren. All right? We're done with you. All right? Okay, so I feel like, right? I mean, if she's asking the question. She's already decided that she's appropriating AA. Amorphophallus. Yeah, and uh, she doesn't want to do that. Now, uh, my daughter, and I don't know if she's taken the video down yet or not since I don't have TikTok, but uh, my daughter went to her account, and it's, uh, you know, she's it's there, and she's got some other great content on her TikTok channel. But uh, the music that she was talking about, and I don't remember the name of the artist, but it's got separately on tiktok it's got like another twenty-five thousand videos off of that okay so she's not the only one using it now i would venture to say that in that twenty-five thousand number probably a lot of them are white i don't know that i'm just guessing okay but this digital blackface thing man holy cow that's a that's a problem and for those of you that are culturally appropriating the AAVE community. This has got to stop, okay? And I'm, I'm putting my hand down right now here on Chewing the Fat. This has got to stop. I will not have, what do they call it again? Oh, yeah, the AAVE. The, Amorphophallus. Yeah, those people become offended. That won't happen. Not on my watch, mister. No. Okay, I have to. I can't get off of this for now because I'm really stuck on this A A V E. All right. So apparently, I said it was the people of A A V E, and if I did, I want to apologize. I'm going to post a TikTok video today apologizing for thinking that A A V E was a people. All right, because it's not. All right. AAVE, African American Vernacular English, is a variety formerly known as Black English Vernacular or Vernacular Black English among sociolinguists and commonly called Ebonics. I didn't mean to call it people. Okay. I'm sorry. I apologize. I don't, the last thing I would want to do. Is offend anybody in the POC crowd, specifically the African American community. 
Is that good? Is that apology good enough, you think? Yeah, it'll do. All right. All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh, mm. oh my gosh. That is so good. So, I mean, we're in the break room. So, who died today? We have to talk about who died today. And I, you know, I sh- I'm not going to talk to you about French actor Gaspard Ulili. Amorphophallus. Yeah, Gaspard. Amorphophallus. Yeah, best known for you know you know who he is. Uh, he's the guy. You know, he played uh, Hannibal Lecter in Hannibal Rising. He played the young Hannibal Lecter. And he was, uh, you know, French actor, big guy. You know, you, you know who he is when you see him. And uh, he, yeah, he, he passed away. He's dead. He died in a skiing accident. He was 37 years old. He had a great future ahead of him. And uh, no, uh, the future went downhill. Oh, that is not even funny. But really, we have to talk about who died today. Right? Come on. You, hello. I mean, I got to tell you, I would do anything for love but I won't do that it's almost the post it's almost like being on radio in 74 now the family the family originally with their report said that uh now uh cause of death is not being released all right on behalf of the family we were all surrounding him the wife and the daughters and close friends but we're not gonna tell you how he died (laughs) tmz says yeah it was covid he died of covid why won't they tell us why didn't the family just say you know, we lost our dad. We lost our husband. We loved him. He was a you know a huge star in life and in person. And you know we love him. And he caught COVID and he couldn't. It was horrible. And he died. I mean, why can't they just say that? I, I don't understand why it would. Because I know that he was against the mandates. He was fighting against the mandates in Australia. So oh, he was fighting against the mandates. Then he got COVID and died. See. It's not about that, but you know, whatever. I mean, I'm glad that at least we know, right? I mean, we're because uh, I was left thinking, wow, was he one of those people that just liked to roll around in the cattle field and 
Then the cattle trampled over him and he died. You know those people. Anyway, uh, but thankfully he wasn't. He got COVID. So according to TMZ, he was supposed to attend a business dinner earlier this week. Now, he's been doing working on a show, I'll Do Anything for Love. You know, but I won't do that. And that's going you know, to be an idea for a show. And they had it in the works. And it it would have been good. I'm sure it would have been a hit. No question. And I mean, that was his biggest hit of all time. You know, for uh, put him over. I mean, he was huge anyway. But that came from Bat Out of Hell 2. And uh, the dinner was canceled. He's supposed to have this dinner earlier this week that was canceled. And then gone. So, I mean, that means... COVID came on quick and strong. It did. That is not good. That's very sad. And they also say that they don't know if he was vaccinated or not. And that's not the point, though. I mean, I hate this. It's really frustrating because him being vaccinated or not vaccinated really isn't the point. He got COVID. We know that now, right? I mean, you can get COVID and be vaccinated how do we know that? I wonder, how do we know that? Oh, wait, me. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so, uh, you know, anyway, Meatloaf, who died today, sad, at 74 years of age. Meatloaf, dead. <laughs> okay, so I see where uh, we talked uh, the other day about uh, Netflix raising their prices. And uh, sp- spending uh, money left and right, and they're going to make it us pay for it. All right, that's fine. That's how it works. I get it, Netflix. Well, now, you know, they raised their prices because they wanted the stock to go up. All right, because stock was a little uh, tumbling a little bit. They're saying, you, uh, your subscribership here in the U.S. Uh, not really going great. And uh, what's happening? Uh, growth is uh, not really going well for you. Oh, so we raised the prices. We're fine. Mm, stocks are like, hey, no, I don't think so. We're going to go ahead and tumble a little bit. So, I mean, we'll see. We'll see what happens. They just announced. Now, we do have, uh, I know, this weekend, for those of you listening live, today is the 21st of January, 2022. Um, they uh, This weekend is uh, Ozark final season season four drops don't shake your head like oh great it is that's awesome it's about freaking time we've been excited for this us ozark fans okay jason bateman and i'm excited i'm ready to go let's go i'm ready to binge it and uh and the afterlife dropped last weekend although afterlife is one of those great shows it's really funny and ricky gervais is great and i really do enjoy it but it's like i mean ricky i love you but at least Jason Bateman is putting together, you know, 50 to 60 minute shows. I mean, Afterlife, you're just getting sold on it and it's 20 minutes over. Oh, that's funny. Oh, done. Next episode. He's got like six episodes. So it's actually, I can binge all six episodes and you've watched maybe, you know, a total of two or three episodes from another show. It's over. It's done what i got i mean it's kind of genius on ricky's part because he's making the same money as jason's making <laughs> yeah that's all i could do 25 minutes you're gonna live with it all right that's what you got so anyway but i see where netflix is saying that squid game season two coming it's happening they already got the rubber stamp on it uh and that was their breakout hit right i mean that was 
by far, I think, the number one most viewed TV series for Netflix. And that's because, I mean, that's a worldwide show, right? I mean, it's not. I don't know. and I, I could be wrong. I don't know how many fans in Southeast Asia are watching Ozark. I don't know. I don't know. I, I'd like to see the breakout is what I'd like to see. But it's just it's possible that those numbers are, what's the word I'm looking for? Low. <laughs> and good news from Disney. Yes, uh, great news from Disney. Uh, times, times are wonderful at Disney. They're raising their prices at the park. They've got Disney Plus banging through the roof. Everybody's subscribing to Disney Plus. They're creating content on Di- Disney film and animation. And uh, they're saying that... Uh, you know, oh yeah, uh, you know, times are tough if we have to close the parks again. And we might not be able to come back. Really? Well, I know what we could do. Let's make a live action The Aristocats. Yeah. Who's sitting around a table at Disney? You know what we should do? We should adapt The Aristocrats as a live action show. Don't you dare nod your head like, oh, I could see that. That might be worth something. Shut up. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Be sure to uh, follow me on Facebook and Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio, Twitter, and Getter at JeffyJFR. Um, YouTube, Chewing the Fat at uh, The Blaze. Well, I guess the, no, the YouTube is YouTube, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Got to make sure I get that right. And uh, you can email me. So that's where I was leading into to uh, Chewing the Fat at TheBlaze.com. Thank you all. I've been receiving your emails. I get it. I thank you very much. I appreciate it. Uh, and you can uh, just email me. I don't care. doesn't matter. Send me your stuff. I will read it at some point. I may not comment on all of it, but I do see it, and I do appreciate it very much. Thank you. I was looking at uh, those of the, the top places that uh, listen to Chewing the Fat, um, and uh, I was looking at uh, the states. Let's do it. If we go into the United States of America, uh, the number one state, Texas. Uh, the number two state, Florida. My two favorite states in America. I mean, I love them. Don't get your panties in a wad, Illinois. I see you number three. And then Pennsylvania. And then, uh, you know, California's in the top ten. Ohio, Utah, Georgia, Washington. Thank you. Thank you. Then I thought, well, oh, so I'm looking at these top states. And all that means is, is that these are the top states listening to Chewing the Fat. You people in those other states, thank you. I appreciate it. 
You mean a lot to us, too. Who's a good little listener in a state that's not in the top ten? You are. But then I was looking at the countries. Got me thinking about the top countries that listen to Chewing the Fat. Now, of course, the overwhelming percentage of listeners to Chewing the Fat is in Southeast Asia. No, it's the United States of America. (laughs) It's the United States. Number two is Canada. Oh! We've got to talk about the Canada story today, too. Don't don't let me forget. Whatever you do, we got to just at least mention it. Maybe we'll break it down. It's just unbelievable. Then Australia. Uh, hello. I'm with you, Meatloaf. R.I.P., baby. Netherlands. The Netherlands. I know we lost a listener. Oh, no. We lost a listener. Meatloaf. Damn it. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he might not have been listening this past week. He might have been busy. I understand that. And then Italy. And one of my favorite countries of all, unknown. So um, that's my favorite. I, that's tremendous. I have a feeling that's like ExpressVPN people. Uh, you know, that are, or maybe it's just the Russian bots coming after me. Right? I mean, Russia's in the top 10. Russia's in the top 10. Russia, Mexico, Germany, unknown. So, <laughs> anyway, thank you. If, and listen, you other people in other countries that are listening to Tuna Fat, thank you. You mean a lot to us, too. Don't get your panties in a wad like Illinois did over not, over not being the first because you matter, too. I'm gone it. I know that, you know, it's difficult sometimes to think that you actually matter. I get that. I mean... Supermodel Bella Hadid, uh, she just revealed that she has had excruciating mental health struggles. Excruciating. Mean, you know how about tough supermodel life is. And uh, this is how difficult it was for Bella, all right? She wasn't able to post nice, pretty pictures anymore. I know, <laughs> right? That's a struggle. Life is a struggle. So I get that. All right. And then we had the Playboy model, Elizabeth Marie Chevalier. I think that's how you say her last name. C-H-E-V-A-L-I-E-R. Amorphophallus. Yeah. Elizabeth uh, claims as the Playboy model and influencer that uh, she's just too, too beautiful for love. Ah, well, I would like to say, no, you're not, baby. (laughs) Men are scared to date me, are they? Uh, How about about Elizabeth, you just come on by. Uh, Mercury Studios, come on by. I'm here for you. We got to get this thing worked out for you, okay? I know it's tough, and uh, poof. Man, your life is tough, and you can't find anybody to date you, and men are scared of you, and you're just too overwhelmingly beautiful to for love. I'm here for you. All right, well, let's, let's work through this together, shall we? All right? Okay, good. Call me. You know what? Just, just DM me, okay? Oh, and then, and then... 
I re- was reminded because Canada is number two on the list of countries listening to Chewing the Fat. I was reminding of the indigenous children in Canada story. All right. So remember not long ago, I was, you know, last year, months ago, a few months ago, where we had news break that uh, they found a mass grave from the Kaloops Indian Residential School. And they had the ground, you know, they were doing some kind of archaeological dig on 120 acres and two acres of them, boop, 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 something beeped. And they said, oh, it's a mass grave. Oh, no. It's all these Indians. And the world, they were burning churches. Remember the stories of all the churches getting burned and they were, they were raping and pillaging churches. I don't know if they were raping them, but they were pillaging them. Justin Trudeau, the Canadian prime minister, uh, tweeted, it's a painful reminder of that dark and shameful chapter in our country's history. Oh, okay. The British Columbia premier, horrified and heartbroken. The office of the United Nations High Commissioner of Human Rights, and who doesn't love the office of the United Nations High Commissioner of human rights ship uh, called it a large scale human rights violation and called on Canada and the Vatican to investigate tribal leaders in Canada went further. Of course they did and said the discovery was evidence of mass murder of indigenous people, that it was an attempted genocide Some of them compared the priests and nuns who ran the boarding schools to Nazis, implying that like the Nazis, these people should answer for their crimes. Flags were lowered at half-mast. Calls were issued for an inquiry. Then came the arson. That's after all of that. That's when we started burning the churches. Uh, at the heart of this was the press release that, uh, you know, at the end of May saying that ground penetrating radar had revealed remains near the site of the Kamloop school. Oh, okay. Well, it was one of the largest schools in indigenous youth. It operated in the 1890s to the 1970s. And it's a harsh reality of our truth. It's our history, said Chief Roseanne Casimir. I think that's how you say her last name. C-A-S-I-M-I-R. Amorphophallus. Yeah, the chief. And it's something that we have always had to fight to prove. To me, it's always been a horrible, horrible history. Has it, chief? Has it? Because, um, yeah, there's no kids. They haven't found any. They haven't dug up anything. There, there's, there's no kids. They haven't found any graves, no corpses, nothing, nothing. It was all bull crap. Incredible. Nothing has been exhumed. Nothing. There's no remains. Nothing. The person, the anthropologist, I'm sorry, the conflict anthropologist named Sarah Bielu, B-E-A-U-L-I-E-U, Yeah, Sarah said at a news conference that this was back in July. Yeah, uh, these are probable grave sites. Uh, Can't really confirm unless we excavate something. Um, 
but uh, you know, we're not, I'm not real sure. Oh, okay. So we didn't even know then. She was just guessing. She thought, yeah, we found something, something. Beep, 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 beep. With their little ground penetrating survey, and that's it. Nothing. There's no bodies. Nothing. Unbelievable. Do you think any of these people? will now come back and say, oh, I know, it was really, I, I said it was been a horrible, horrible history, but you can tell that I was wrong here. You think we get any of that? Not a chance. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. I was just informed of a product that is awesome. I mean, this is going to save. This should be uh, advertised and be a part of my 600-pound life from now until eternity. All right. Now, I think I think they advertise on the Blaze Television Network, but I'm not positive about that. So I'm just going to say I think the product is fine, and I honestly think this is an awesome product. Okay. It is the Pure Wick System. Designed to provide women, and I think you could do women or men with this because it's a non-invasive thing, right? I mean, the the Pure Wick system, non-invasive, works outside the body to wick away urine. The external catheter, wick, is made of soft, flexible material. The absorbent wick designed for 8 to 12 hours of use. I mean, that seems like we need to lengthen that a little bit. Because what I would like to do, this is what gets the 600-pound life people in trouble, right? When you're when you're overweight and you haven't moved in quite some time. Do you remember the you remember the episode from uh, oh, what's the stupid show with the plastic surgeons? Nip Tuck. And there's one episode of Nip Tuck that they've got the really fat lady uh, that's been on the sofa and she's stuck on the sofa and they come and she's getting really sick and she's starting, you know, things are not looking well for her. And she's been on the sofa for a long time. And when they ask her on the show, like, what do you do about, you know, going to the bathroom and stuff? And she was like, we don't talk about that. Oh, and that's what killed her. Right, I mean, they had to. They got her out of there, sitting on the sofa. They had to knock down the wall, and they had to pick her up and haul her out of there. And it was really a sad story. I mean, it was really sad. This this woman and her, you know, everybody has their enabler. The enabler was hubby, and they all loved her. And it was all, you know, she just was too fat to move. <laughs> so, but if she had the pure wig system. She wouldn't have gotten the disease from getting, you know, all the stuff going onto the sofa and then the sofa binding with her body. And then she got sick and died. That's how she died. They couldn't get the sofa off of her. 
It's horrific. But if she would have had the pure wick system, I feel like that's not a good ad for them, though. I feel like showing the... <laughs> Do you want to stay in your bed for months at a time and not move? <laughs> I have a non-invasive way for you to pick up your your waste. And so only have, people only have to come in once. They still need enablers, but the sheets won't be wet, okay? <laughs> That's really not a good ad. Never mind. And I know how important it is if you need it and how terrible it is if you have a problem, okay? I got it. I don't want to hear. And you know what? Never mind. Email me. I don't care. Chewingthefatoftheblaze.com. All right. Congratulations. Congratulations to the 19-year-old Belgian-British pilot, Zara Rutherford, who set a world record as the youngest woman to fly solo around the world, touching her small plane down. Just, just write your own jokes, okay? Touching her small plane down in western Belgium uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact, Thursday, uh, 155 days after she departed and she said that she dedicated it to all the young women trying to succeed in a male dominated sector like aviation <laughs> right uh yeah that's right although oh well she holds the guinness world record for setting that mark uh and she finally beat a 30 year old american aviator shasta wise S-H-A-E-S-T-A-W-A-I-Z. Amorphophallus. Yeah, uh, who held the record in 2017. However, however, she set this record. But, and she did it for all the women. Did it for all the women. The overall record goes to a uh, a male. uh, 18-year-old male so she can only be the youngest female she can't be the youngest pilot to ever do it britain travis ludlow set that benchmark last year at 18 years of age her global flight was supposed to take three months of course uh it took her longer i mean that you could have bet on that that would i bet you they were taking money on that on vegas all right so and it was caused by relentless bad weather and visa issues kept her grounded sometimes for weeks on end. <laughs> Just land and go. Visa issues. Uh, TSA. They won't let me through. I, I couldn't land. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, so, you know, apparently she was escorted by a four plane formation in a huge V across much of Belgium. Boy, I bet you that was beautiful. Uh, she did a flyby of the airport before finally landing. And after waving to a jubilant crowds, I would like to see the photos of the jubilant crowds, please. Uh, she draped herself both in the Union Jack and Belgian tricolor flag. It's great. In her trek of more than 52,000 kilometers. What is that? Seriously. Oh, it's 28,000 nautical miles, Jeff. Okay, all right. She stopped over in five continents and visited 41 nations. So congratulations. 
hey, she her flight, she had to steer clear of California wildfires and deal with biting cold over Russia. No one could have seen those things happening. No, they were just they were sparked right. No one could have seen, you know, I'm going to try to fly around the world in my little plane. Do you think it'll be cold over Russia? Stop it. I mean, congratulations. Congratulations. It's a, it's a very, 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 very. And she's got the world record. I want one. I don't have one. I want a world record desperately. I don't necessarily want to sit in a plane for 155 days and fly around the world in my little flyzolo.com web hosting by. Look at all the sponsorships she has. It looks like a NASCAR plane. Uh, good for her. That is, I am actually jealous now. Damn it. Congratulations. All right, let's wrap this thing up. I, I've got so much stuff to do and to tell, talk to you about, and it's just been an overwhelming day here on the show. And if you're just tuning in now, I mean, I feel like I need to recap a little bit of the show. Okay. So um, we got some... We got some we got some news uh, at the beginning of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, the Sands Hotel proudly presents the star of our show. Not Adele. All right, she's postponed. All right. And I feel like we need to say goodbye to uh Meatloaf again. I mean, we lost Meatloaf dead at the age of seventy-four. It's being reported that he got COVID. He was really sick, and it came out pretty fast and strong, and he passed away at the age of 74. So I'd like to say, uh, Meatloaf, rest in peace, buddy. So long, farewell, I'll be just saying goodnight. I-, <coughs> <coughs> I can't even say thanks for listening. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. It ruins it. It ruins it. We, say goodbye to him again. Say goodbye to Meatloaf again. I'm, I, I want to, you know, I want to pay him some respect. Okay, Meatloaf, rest in peace, buddy. <laughs> oh, we have to say goodbye with the song. So long, yes. farewell. I'll be just saying goodnight. <laughs> rest in peace. Okay. Before we wrap this thing up for this show this week, we just got breaking news, and I am that's the kind of that's the kind of show budget we have here on Chewing the Fat. We spared no expense. Louis Anderson passed away. I'm so bummed. We just talked about him the other day being uh, in the hospital and he was getting treatment for of diffuse large B cell lymphoma, which was, you know, they said that it was possible that you could, uh, you know, beat that. Uh, no, uh, Louis could not. Very sad. 68 years of age. I mean, can today get any worse with death? I mean, we lost Meatloaf, we lost Louis Anderson, and we lost Adele. Well, we lost her show, not Adele. You never know, though. Anyway, rest in peace, Louis Anderson. That's very sad news. Gosh darn it. I mean, we all remember. Hi! You know, 
started on cleanup just like you guys. But now, see, I'm washing lettuce. Soon I'll be on fries, then the grill. A year or two, I make assistant manager. And that's where the big bucks start rolling in. Think about it. Louis Anderson, dead at the age of 68 years of age. Very sad. Have a great weekend from Chewing the Fat. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.